From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Democratic Representative calls out Gary Ginsler for being bad at his job. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, December 8th, 2022. I got some chat GPT messages from you guys. First one was from Paul. He asked chat GPT, how can I make my keys my cheese? <laughs> Good question. ChatGPT replies, in the context of cryptocurrency and digital assets, not your keys, not your cheese, is a reminder that in order to truly own and control your assets, you must have the private keys associated with them. To make your keys your cheese, you will need to store your private keys securely and avoid storing those assets on exchanges or other third-party platforms that don't give you full control over your private keys. There are a few different ways to store your private keys and make them your cheese, (laughs) including using a hardware wallet, a paper wallet, or secure software wallets. It's important to carefully research and compare different options and choose a storage method that is secure, convenient, and suitable for your needs. Sounds like pretty good advice to me. Thanks, Paul, for sending that one in. He also asked ChatGPT if Sam Bankman-Fried is a fraud. Uh, that, that answer didn't turn out that well. But hey, you know what? They say firmly on their website that they're not using any Google searches from 2022 data. So everything is compiled pre-2022. So there's a little bit of a lag in contemporary knowledge. Lau from Lithuania also sent me a GPT chat. And first, I want to say thank you for listening all the way from Lithuania. ChatGPT wrote this about lotion. There are a variety of lotions that can be used to help with fertility and other women's health issues. SBF stands for Structured Biology Fertility, and it's a technology that can help women to conceive naturally. Well, we learned something new today. SBF stands for Structured Biology Fertility. Thanks, Lau. All right, enough BS this morning. Let's get into those crypto prices. And the time is 10.03 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $16,859, pretty much even from yesterday. Ethereum's at $1,246. It says up a percent in 24. Teller's number three, Binance is at 286, up a percent in 24. And USDC is number five, running off the top 10. We have BUSD, XRP, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Polygon. The total market cap is at $843.6 billion. We have a BTC dominance of 38.4 and an F dominance of 18%. And moving into the news today, the U.S. bankruptcy judge responsible for the Celsius network case has ordered Celsius to return around $44 million worth of cryptocurrencies. The ruling by Judge Martin Glenn will impact customers' funds that never touched the firm's flagship interest-bearing lending service, which represented a fairly small minority of the overall customer funds held by Celsius. There is just 15,680 customers who've held around $43.87 million in peer custody. 
For those people who held that money in pure custody, 100% of their funds will be returned. Users impacted by Celsius who kept any money in the services they offered have until January 3rd to file their claim. Coinbase's CEO Brian Armstrong said that last year, Coinbase raked in around $7 billion and around $4 billion of positive EBITDA. And EBITDA stands for Earnings Before Interest, Taxes, Depreciation, and Amortization. And it's a measure of company's profitability that excludes these non-cash expenses. And this year, they're looking at around half of that or less than half of that. In Q3 of this year, Coinbase's trading volumes dropped and its net revenue for Q3 of this year declined 28% to $576 million. Armstrong told Bloomberg that there was a clear need for regulation in the crypto world, and he expects something will be put in place in the U.S. within the next year. He also reiterated that FTX was a bad actor, saying this in quote, I do think that the FTX downfall is a bit of a black mark for the industry. It's not representative of the whole industry, of course. In traditional finance, you'll see bad actors as well, like Bernie Madoff or what happened to Enron. He went on to say that the crisis would serve as a wake-up call for regulators to enact legislation. Here's a good question. Did Sam Bankman-Fried have a hand in the collapse of Terra Luna? Well, Manhattan prosecutors are looking into it, investigating whether the FTX founder manipulated the market price. The report from the New York Times said U.S. prosecutors in Manhattan are examining the possibility that SBF steered the prices of cryptocurrencies such as Terra USD and Luna to benefit the entities he controlled, including FTX and Alameda Research. Wow. And if they find that to be true, that's going to be huge and hugely detrimental to the space. In more FTX news, kind of FTX news, in a strongly worded letter sent Tuesday by Representative Richie Torres, he called upon the Government Accountability Office, or the GAO, to conduct an independent review of the SEC's actions, or lack thereof, in the months leading up to FTX's implosion. The letter specifically singled out SEC Chair Gary Gensler for claiming exclusive regulatory dominance over the crypto exchanges while simultaneously failing to meaningfully regulate them. Torres wrote, in quote, If the SEC has the authority that Mr. Ginzer claims, why did he fail to uncover the largest crypto Ponzi scheme in U.S. history? One can't have it both ways, asserting authority while avoiding accountability. Wow. Zing. He continued to say, The operating principle of the SEC must be protection for the investing public rather than publicity for the political appointee in charge. He continued to say, Mr. Gensler's leadership has left the career staff of the SEC fundamentally demoralized to an extent rarely seen, with the SEC Inspector General reporting the highest attrition rate in a decade. To what extent has Mr. Gensler's demoralization of his own workplace crippled the commission in the performance of its duty to protect investors? On Monday, Representative Torres introduced two bills in the House of Representatives that would immediately enact crypto exchange regulations. In more FTX news, Word on the street has it that FTX was in late stages of negotiating a sponsorship deal with Taylor Swift. How much was it worth? Well, something like $100 million. One former FTX employee reportedly said that the exchange had sought a light degree of endorsement from Swift on social media, though Swift herself, according to a person close to the discussions, never contemplated agreeing to endorse the exchange. Those opposing a deal with Swift were members of the FTX marketing team, as well as the FTX.us president, Brett Harrison. Other people in FTX reportedly doubted that Taylor Swift would add any value to the FTX user base. And in the final FTX news of the day, I think, <laughs> don't quote me on that, Representative Maxine Waters said that lies are circulating on CNBC that she's not willing to subpoena SBF. She said he has been requested to testify at the December 13th hearing. 
a subpoena is definitely on the table. Stay tuned. Today, the FBI arrested and charged co-founder of blockchain event startup Black Party for swindling $1 million in cash and crypto from the company to spend on luxury goods. From 2017 to 2019, the co-founder stole 10 Bitcoin from the company and falsified trading records to cover his tracks. He's also charged with embezzling $1 million in cash. The DOJ claims that he agreed to hold the money in his personal bank account. That is, that is just uh, beautiful operations there of a company. While the company looked at banking options. Then he spent that cash on nightclubs, travel, and clothes before, again, falsifying records to hide what he actually did with the money. Prosecutors further allege that he stole Black Party's utility tokens, set up meetings with would-be investors, and convinced them to give him cash for the assets without letting the company's CEO know. And finally, an international audit tax advisory firm confirmed on Wednesday that Binance holds more than all the Bitcoin it needs to cover customer deposits. The company reported a 101% collateralization ratio on 575,742 Bitcoin. So Binance, they quickly implemented a proof of a reserve system after the collapse of FTX last month. It's the Merkle Tree Proof of Reserve System, which uses blockchain data that allows customers to independently verify the safety of their assets, ensuring that they aren't being lent out or stolen without permission. Kraken's outgoing CEO, Jesse Powell, was skeptical about this Merkle Tree Proof of Reserve thing. And he said, The Merkle Tree is just hand-wavy bullshit without an auditor to make sure that you don't include accounts with negative balances continuing to say that the statement of assets is pointless without liabilities. In a Twitter thread, he said this, Proof of reserve audits must have Sum of client liabilities User verifiable cryptographic proof that each account was included in the sum and signatures providing that the custodian has control of the wallets. So it looks as though that CZ Jowell is listening to Jesse Powell. And so I think that advice from Jesse Powell should be implemented in your due diligence as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.